Okay, yeah. what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energy Rose. Ross, we have a special guest on the show. We have Stevie the Hitman McKenna. He's back in action this Saturday in Leeds. Stevie, how are you doing? And how's Monaghan treating you? Yeah, I'm keeping really good. Uh, I've, uh, I'm all set for this fight. It's going to be an exciting show. And uh, everything's been going to plan. So I'm 100% going into this fight and ready, ready for action. It's been a, a long time coming with everything that's happened. And I'm, I'm itching to get back in there. Yeah, so Stevie, how... Be a good... Yeah, Stevie, how did this fight come about? Because obviously you're used to training over in sunny LA. Now in rainy morning, you've got a first-class flight straight to Leeds. Yeah, my management team, I have a great management team. They, they've been working behind me, uh, doing everything they can to get me a fight. So uh, I'm very grateful that I have them and Hennessy Sports as well for giving me the opportunity to fight on their show. And it, it's going to be great exposure for me fighting on Channel 5. It's going to be live on TV. So it's a great fight for me. It's going to be, bring, bring a lot of exposure for me with the UK and Ireland fans being able to watch me. So... I'm used to fighting over in America, and uh, not many people can watch it. As uh, there's only streams available, but it's yeah. going to be tremendous for me fighting. Now yeah. back home, it's exciting. Yeah. And Steve, roughly what time on Channel Five do you think you'd be live at? I know it's, uh, it's hard to tell with uh, boxing the, the exact time, but give us a rough estimate. Uh, the broadcast starts from uh, 10 p.m., so it'll be from 10 p.m. to 12. That's the time, so it'll be anywhere in around from them times. Yeah. Ross, uh, we saw Stevie was back in action. We were like, we have to get him back in the show. Uh, we previously had him on the show, and he was telling us all about his training in Monaghan. <laughs> but uh, for people that haven't seen that interview, we'll put that at the very, very end. But uh, Ross, we were really looking forward to seeing this one, and uh, I'm sure a lot of the Irish are as well. Absolutely. Um Obviously, uh, you've done a lot of training with Freddie Roach, who's probably the most well-known boxing uh, trainer in the entire world, uh, famous works with Manny Pacquiao. He obviously won't be in your corner this weekend, but who will be in your corner this weekend? Um, it'll be my dad and my corner and uh, Tony Dunlop from Belfast. We've did a lot of work with him over the years, so Tony's a great coach as well, so I'll have both of them in my corner for this fight. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, Freddie couldn't get over due to the circumstances, but Mm-hmm. He, he 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 says he would have loved to get over and but uh, unfortunately he can't but he's very supportive of, of it. You'll yeah. he'll have to find channel five over on US TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't he'll get any, watch, yeah. You didn't get any message from Kendrick tomorrow to walk you out this time, no? <laughs> Not this time. In the future, yeah, we'll 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 get him to walk us out sometime. That's exactly it. Steve, you know what? I can actually see that happening. You come down to humble. You know that? I can just see it happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that would be good. So uh, hopefully now in the future, when we're fighting for world titles, maybe. Yeah. And are you, are you just going straight over to Leeds? Are you going to you gonna like stay there for the weekend and then come back and go, just go like hell for leather again? Or what's the sort of plan now? Because obviously you want to go back to LA at some stage. Yeah, I'm going to be focused on this fight. And then once I get this fight... Out of the way, I'll be totally concentrated. Just stay in the gym, stay ready. And if we get back to LA, when when things start to open back up again, uh, then I can travel back. But if not, uh, I'll continue to keep training away like normal and stay ready for yeah. what comes. And it, will, there be, will there be any fans in this bit? Uh, indeed, because obviously everyone's seeing what happened with Eddie Hearn in, with matchroom boxing having like his back garden 
as the 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 stadium you'd almost call it. But uh, will there be fans there? No, it's uh, completely behind closed doors, so they're not allowing any fans in yet. But uh, it'll be uh, something similar to what all the shoes have been like. Yeah, sure you're well used to that now with doing training at your own gym as well. So it's just yeah, yeah. It's a sparring I, session, except you're getting paid. Yeah, that's it. It won't phase me at all. So I'll be ready in there to do a job and complete it. Class. And uh, Stevie, you recently found yourself uh, very much in the news with uh, a sparring session with uh, Ryan Garcia. Uh, how did that go about? How did you come about sparring him? And uh, he, just, he doesn't seem to think it went down the way you said it went down. Yeah, I did an interview with uh, Sky Sports and uh, they, gave, they asked me who did they think would win the Campbell-Garcia fight and I give them my honest opinion. And uh, when Garcia seen it, he didn't, he, he didn't like it. So he started putting things up on Twitter and taking it down. And then he started private messaging me on Instagram, spiteful messages, but uh, he, he didn't like hearing the truth and what really happened. Yeah. Because, like, after, like, we know you for a while, and after having you on the show, I was like, there's no way Stevie would start beef with people. Like, you just go in and get the job done. And then uh, all of a sudden, Ron Garcia, one of the world's most known boxers, and uh, now also a YouTuber as well, Stevie. What you make of that? He's also uh, hanging out with the biggest YouTubers in, L- in LA on your turf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just love to get him in the ring. That's my goal to get, you know, I'd love to fight him so would, and settled for once and for all maybe in the next year or two we could make the fight happen but i'll continue to keep keep improving keep getting better and keep going up them rankings yeah he, he seems he seems to be boxing's number one troll these days really uh yeah. and i think you gave him a piece of his own medicine and he didn't like it he seems to be able to dish it out but he doesn't seem to be able to take it yeah he spattered his dummy so he did he, he didn't like it he, he can give it but once you say anything to him, he, he doesn't like it. But uh, he, he knows what happened that day. He knows in the spar what, you know. But I, I pass no remarks and I'll be ready when the time comes. Yeah. I don't think he's realised how committed you are to this sport because, like, you go in, get the job done, you eat, sleep and dream about it. Like, you move all the way to LA with, with, like, with your brother and everything. Like, you're 100% committed where he's out. Party and he's probably at these uh, COVID parties that over in LA, and you're getting the job done. So uh, it's people who uh, are at the top. If they're not looking over the shoulder, they could be in serious, serious trouble, especially when uh, the hitman's coming up. Yeah, that's it. You have to be 100% committed to this game. Yeah. You know, if you slack at all landing, it's it's the small percentages that make the difference. So I I give it everything in my training and in the gym and outside the gym as well. So. Uh, I want to make it to the top. Yeah, especially with your brother just right by your side. You're both like trying to beat each other and everything. It's great to see. It's uh, yeah. good, honest work. Yeah, it's great to have him as well over in LA. You know that we can train with each other and push each other on. Uh, we're a good team. Yeah. Was there any chance of getting your brother on the card as well? Uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, Golden Boy's working on getting him a fight yet, so. Once he gets a, a fight yet, uh, we'll know soon. But uh, he's, he's training away. He's training like a savage at the moment. And he's ready to fight. So, yeah, so he's see. jealous. He's jealous of you right now, <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, want, he wants to get back in there as well. So, oh, so I see, I see like McKenna, McKenna bros eventually overtaking the Charlo brothers. 
<laughs> like the Charlotte yeah. brothers are the most famous brothers in boxing at the moment, and like McKenna brothers are on the rise and they're going to take over. Yeah, that's it. Hopefully, not that'll be it. Yeah, just a couple of other things, Stevie, uh, because I know you're meant to be catching your flight today. I saw on the Two Johnnies podcast that you were hanging around with them in LA. Their TV show starts on Thursday, which is tomorrow. Are you going to be featured in any of the episodes? And uh, no, I'm not. I don't think so. Anyway, we 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 met up with them in LA, and we were at one of the shows. They're two gas men, who they are. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they're they're hilarious. Uh, we got on well with them. They're they're two funny boys. Yeah. Also, uh, Ryan Garcia does go a bit viral doing the the body punching the butt. What's the body thing called exactly? Body suit. Uh, yeah, the body bag. Body bag, yeah. Whatever you're gonna you have to. Yeah. You're good. When uh, myself and Ross come and visit you in LA, you're gonna have to do it at the boat us and see you. Uh, see who can take it better. Yeah, yeah. See, can I ask you a question now on Ryan Garcia on that? See the way he does that sort of punch in thin air as fast as he can, sort of thing. Is it's like an out of uproot. What's the story with that? The, all I ever see is is him do that. I I never actually see him. Show hit or I never see him sparring someone. If you know what I mean, he never shows from his point of view. He always he's always boxing yeah. himself. Yeah, it's just <laughs> for the Instagram. It's just uh, to make him look good. So he's he and a then, big fan base. And then one other thing I want to ask on that is uh, MMA and UFC star Henry Cejudo is looking to do a crossover, and he's called out Ryan Garcia as well. Would he be someone you'd be eventually interested in fighting to you know build up your own name off the back of a win against him? Oh, you never know in this sport, anything can happen, yeah. So, uh, down the line, once the bigger fights start to happen, then these things will come. But until then, I'm just going to stay focused on my route to becoming a world champion. Yeah. There's also, there's also some big fights coming up, Stevie. Like, first of all, I want to start on the one that just went by with Katie Taylor beating Delphine Pursuit. I thought it was 6-4 to Katie. I think, Ross, you agreed. Uh, what did you make of the fight? Yeah, I had Katie, Katie winning as well. I had it 6-4. I thought... Uh, Pursuing was uh, throwing a lot of punches, but Katie was making her miss. Uh, Katie boxed the fight brilliant. She couldn't have did any better against such a tough opponent. And uh, she showed everyone why she's one of the greatest boxers ever to come out of Ireland. Yeah, it was such a good fight to watch, wasn't it? Like, it's just, it had oh, it was absolutely incredible. Pursuing was like a zombie. She was like a zombie coming forward with, that, with those punches. But the, the way I looked at it, I watched the first four rounds, and I was like, Katie's definitely won at least three of those. And then I found like sort of five, six, seven. Pursuit got Katie to come into her game, and then you know she started fighting her in the phone booth, which is what she shouldn't have really done. And then sort of eight, nine, ten. Then Katie got back up on top and went back to her boxing roots, and you know was picking her shots. And when she picks her shots, she's beautiful to watch. Yeah, she's a brilliant, it's lovely style of fighting, Katie. Once she starts yeah. picking her shots, but. She had to mix it up with Pursuit as well to tear her out a bit. You know, right. she, she comes forward, throws a lot of punches, and uh, she's, she's a really tough fighter. So it, it, it was a tough fight for Katie, and she yeah. showed everyone how good she really is. Yeah. Put it this way, you wouldn't want to fight Pursuit to the death. <laughs> 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 yeah, she, she's really tough, so she is. Cardio, yeah. cardio for years. But uh, Stevie, there's obviously a huge fight coming up as well. Uh, Mike Tyson's taken on Roy Jones Jr. Um, when you heard this was get, like getting lined up, were you like, "I want to be on that card"? Oh, yeah, that'd be that'd be some card to get on with Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah you never know if anything can happen. So, uh, that's the fight 
fight card you'd love to get on. Any fighter in the world would love to get on, but Roy Jones, Tyson, what a fight it'd be. Yeah. You know, uh, it'd be good to see how Tyson is after such a long layoff, how, how he comes back into the ring, but he looks like a savage. He, he still 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 has that same mentality, you know, to go in there and kill. Mm. So it'd be good. Who, who would you, who, who would you like for that fight? Uh, it's a hard fight to call, you know, Tyson, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a tough fight to call, it, you know, both two great boxers, but uh, it's interesting, uh, you don't know who will win it really, if Tyson gets him out of there early, he could, but Roy Jones has a boxing ability to move and box, so it, it's a hard fight to call. Yeah. Try and get on that card. That'll be like the, all the eyeballs in the world will be on that that night. You know what I mean? And then uh, the Kendrick Lamar definitely will walk out that time. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that'd be unreal. And then that's that's the night you call out Ryan Garcia, get the win. Call out Ryan Garcia, yeah. and it's all yours. Yeah, that's it. That'd be a fight I'd love to get. That's class. Well, Stevie, like best luck this weekend. We'll definitely be tuning in and watching. I'm sure everyone else. Who's watching now will be definitely watching as well because uh, what are they round one KO? Is that it? Just in and out? <laughs> I don't know. We'll wait and see what happens. The hitman's coming, so uh, my opponent better be ready. Yeah, I'm sure he's gonna, you'll yeah. feel the wrath. But uh, yeah. Ross, anything else to say before we wrap things up? Let's see if you get back yeah. to the flight. <laughs> no, Stevie, just uh, best of skill this weekend. You'll make us all proud and go on, you good thing. Yeah. All right, thanks very much, lads. Absolutely. No worries. All the best, Stevie. Make sure, make sure to watch Stevie this weekend. Uh, make sure to like, share, subscribe. And as always, stay energized. Stay energized. All right, so that was Stevie McKenna on the show, Ross. You hate him, don't you? No, I absolutely love him. Oh, what an absolute gentleman. Uh, we'll have to get his brother on the show, actually, because we've had Stevie on twice. Yeah. So, yeah, the silencer, I think, is his brother's nickname. It, it, it is, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so. yeah, no, we just we, we saw that. Stevie was back in action. Obviously, his brother is not, so we were like, right, get Stevie back on. And then, yeah, because yeah, there's big things to come. And I think it's, it's going to be like one of the first times a lot of Irish people are going to be able to check him out knowing like it's on TV without having to get some uh, bootleg streams. But uh, Ross, there is some MMA we want to go over because uh, we haven't done an MMA show since the build up to UC 253. 52. 252. So that was Cormier against Miocic. Obviously, Miocic won by decision. Cormier has now retired. John Jones has now vacated the light heavyweight belt and he's moving up to heavyweight. Uh, there is talks of Brock Lesnar coming out of retirement. Uh, so, like, if you enjoy MMA, may as well stick around. Ross, where do we go from here, man? That's a lot, a lot of bombs to be dropped. Well, let's start off with the light heavyweight division. Uh, we have the title of fight for the light heavyweight uh, belt. It's going to be at UFC 253. Dominic Reyes will fight Jan Blackowicz for the title. But there's plenty of other for the light heavyweight bouts that are interesting going around at the moment. Um, Thiago Santos is coming off that like double knee injury uh, to fight Glover Chera. Who knows whether he'll be the same. He's a massive contender for the belt if he comes back as hot as he was before. Yeah. Uh, Rakic just beat uh, Anthony Smith in the light heavyweight division. Yeah. And then obviously there's that 253 belt. Barry, in six to eight months' time, who has the light heavyweight belt? Also, Rumble's returning in January or February. <laughs> I almost think when you say that out loud, you're like, probably Rumble. Yeah. And then who knows if Gustafsson comes back down to 205. Jesus. Gustafsson might go, you know what? Now's my chance. 
that was an absolute curveball with Gustafsson if you haven't mentioned him. Mm. I was th- like, I was thinking Thiago Santos, but like obviously with the with the knee injuries he sustained against John Jones, like like he, he took a serious beat. I think he'd have less damage done if you're in a car crash. But uh, in fairness, we were on the phone the other day and go, John Jones actually leaving this division makes it so much more interesting because like you're almost like teeing someone up to fight John Jones to lose. Yeah. As opposed to now, you're like, who actually is the best of the rest? Yeah. And there could be a lot of belts passing around here. Yeah, I do. Oh. I think the Gustafsson call is just after wiping out every other uh, possibility. Gustafsson versus Rumble at some stage would definitely be a pay per view. A rematch. That would be uh, something definitely to watch. I do think Reyes will beat Blakovic. And I feel like yeah. he'll probably fight. If Glover Teixeira wins, he, he, he'll, uh, he beat Santos. That's five wins in a row. He's probably going to have to fight for the belt. Um, and I can see Reyes versus Glover. I think Reyes versus Rumble would be interesting, and I think Reyes versus Gustin would be interesting. Yeah. Both because they're like Gustin Reyes, like they're both very long, they both like to keep it up on the feet, and then Rumble versus anyone is interesting just because he has the ability to knock anyone out. Yeah, well, I think and, we both I think we both agree that Reyes is uh, definitely in the top three conversation. Yeah. Arguably, he beat John Jones before. I know he didn't get the judges' decision, but that was. Uh, like everyone was split decision on that, so like mm-hmm. I think we're looking at who's Reyes. Reyes will probably get to the belt first, and then he'll take on either the Gustafsons or the Rumbles because he's going to want that payday as well. Because like yeah, they are be, the stars. Yeah, that that that's really it. Because like if you're not, if you're not, people are going to be like that's John Jones' division, blah 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 blah. But over time, people will forget because if you look at the featherweight division, Conor McGregor's division, mm. he won, and then Max Holloway just went on like a tear of the defending the belts, mm. and no one ever turned around and still said it was Conor's division. So if, if Reyes picks up the belt and goes on a long tear, who knows? Also, there's my, uh, there's also a dark horse in that division, my mate, yeah, Yiri, the guy from Czech Republic. Yeah, the guy the guy who you'd never be able his name's harder to say than you know, in the Czech. Yeah. I would like yeah. to see him against um, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker, yeah. yeah. And Johnny Walker's another curveball. Like, if he wins, one, gets one or two knockouts, people are like, put Johnny Walker in there for title fight because he's exciting. Yeah, because he was getting a push. He was getting a push there yeah. for a while, and then uh, he obviously lost. But he Ran to Corey Anderson. Yeah, let's see what he gets on in SBG Ireland as well. Cause, um, yeah, Will Fleury's giving the run around there. Will Fleury is giving the run around. Shout out Will Fleury. Another tip man mentioned on the show. But... Uh, Ross, John Jones, as we said, has vacated the belt. He's now moving up to heavyweight. What do you, can you expect from John Jones at heavyweight, Ross? Well, I think each matchup has to be almost taken as an individual case at uh, heavyweight. And I think Dana's sort of come out and said it's going to be Stipe versus Francis next. Stipe's like, I've already beaten Francis. It was yeah. quite convincing. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually that interested in fighting Francis again. I'd rather fight John Jones again. John has come out and said, me and Stipe are actually more similar in size than uh, Stipe and Francis are, and that could be more interesting. I actually think Jones has a better chance of beating Stipe than he does Francis, because I feel like Francis is going to eventually clip someone, and therefore <laughs> they will be knocked out. And then you throw, Brock, yeah, but you throw Brock Lesnar in the mix, and it makes it very interesting. I think there's only two people John Jones can fight if it's not for a belt. I feel like you can put John Jones in there against Nganu. Against Nganu. I feel like you can put him in against Brock Lesnar. And the only probably third person, maybe if I did extend it to third, is I could see John Jones versus Alistair Overeem. 
and like people would be interested in that. They're the only three people I'm like, right, John Jones versus them a heavyweight. Give it to me. Some interesting matchups. Like, I mean, how many times are we gonna go over Lesnar coming out of retirement? But um Pico Grounds. But he's a free agent now. It could, it could be a battle of the Pico Grounds. It could be, it could be. He he is a free agent now. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where Brock Lesnar goes. Uh, Bellator have come out and said, geez, the Fedor fight would be good. Brock versus Fedor. Uh, I wonder would AEW try and get him into fight like Chris Jericho in a wrestling match? Um, I'm sure that could sell some pay-per-views. Talking about Brock? Yeah. 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 Um, that's what you're random show. Yeah, carry on. But I'm trying to think of like who, who has like the draw to get the money to get him in. Yeah, no, that's why I didn't, then, want to inter- I didn't want to interrupt your role because... Uh, and then you have, obviously, John Jones. Like, there are the three... There are Brock Lesnar's three options, really. Yeah, you can fight Chris Jericho in wrestling. Yeah. He can fight Fedor in Bellator. Or he can fight um, John Jones in the UFC. Yeah, you see, this is so random, right? But um, Roman Reigns was obviously a WWE fighter. He, he, uh, I think he or his kid had leukemia. Something that they were sick. And I mean, he did. He did. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he, he left WWE. Now he's back. He's after coming back after some pay-per-view last weekend. What did we okay. Come? I think it was last weekend. But now he's turned heel. So therefore, um, who's Paul Heyman? Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman is now his Paul Bearer to Undertaker. The way he was. Oh, he's his manager. Yeah, he's his manager. Yeah. So, uh, and that used to be Brock Lesnar's manager in WWE. So now Paul Heyman has now moved on to Roman Reigns. So and Brock Lesnar is now a free agent. So they, I think they've already written the story. They've written Brock Lesnar out of the story. So who knows? Interesting. Or WWE are very good flipping it. What if Brock Lesnar <laughs> comes back and fights Roman Reigns? Or so or Brock Lesnar's become babyface. Yeah. No way. Who knows? Like you, you know what I mean? Brock Lesnar. He actually the thing about him is he doesn't actually give a shit what anyone thinks about him. Like he's just looking for the biggest payday. And I wonder will that. Harper Brock's return to any form of action. The fact that COVID is going on, there won't be a live gate. And obviously, when you put Brock Lesnar out there, you want the live gate. And without the live gate, you obviously can't pay him as much. But I don't know if Brock Lesnar will accept that he shouldn't be paid as much. I know this is the conversation we're having about Connor coming back. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so, there's so many like ups and downs and loopholes and everything we can get into but at the end of the day I think Dana White has to sit down and realise there won't be fans in any building mm. and let alone Conor McGregor fight because the more rowdy people are the more like just it's going to get shut down yeah if I, if I had to put my money on it I would say the UFC is probably in the driver's seat if I, if I was really honest about it I feel like they've dealt with Brock before he knows what they're about I could see him and Jones soon a press conference where they actually get to the fight and actually pass all the USADA drug tests in time. I don't know. Um, but I could see that definitely happen. I think with Bellator, Brock would have to then go out and get a load of sponsors for himself and it'd be, there'd be a bit more effort for him to do there. And then with AEW, he might like ruin a chance of ever going back to WWE. So I don't know if he'll go there. But yeah. that's the way I see it. Brock Lesnar will definitely show up at WWE at least one more time at some stage in his life. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, why, not, why not go to UFC, make 15 million, fight John John one time. There you have it. 
Yeah, all he has to do is wrestle him as well. Exactly, and like, if you actually put Nganu versus Miocic and John Jones versus Lesnar on the same card, that would be a massive pay-per-view. And would also make either Stipe or Francis a far bigger star than they are right now. Well, what do you think Dana, Dana's sitting there thinking now? Because obviously we haven't been doing as many MMA shows mm. because the cards have been shite. And uh, we said before, like, we're not going to be doing UFC Russia cards when it's a fight night and no one knows the fires. And we're not overly enthused to do it as well because we bear things to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but like, like what Dana's going to have to sit there now and be like, right, people coming into the arenas isn't going to happen. He obviously hasn't announced Fight Island again yet. There's something that, like the, the these apex fights haven't been get hasn't been getting people's chins wagging compared to Floyd Island and then obviously I think they're going to kick that back off again with Adesanya versus Costa which is going to be huge we're going to be here for that. Yeah, I do feel that I I was saying to you the other day that the apex has a ultimate fighter feel that you feel like you're watching an ultimate fighter fight except at times the best guys in the world as opposed to I think when it was a Floyd Island. It had a bigger fight feel to it. And that wasn't just the fact that it was a different country or that it was called Fight Island. I think the arena itself like, let, made it feel like it was a bigger event than it was the Apex. Yeah. Because also Dana does his Dana White's Tuesday No Contender Series. That's on a Tuesday as well in the Apex as well. You know? Yeah, exactly. I think it's a, it's a bit of saturation there that they've used the same venue too many times in a row. Yeah. You just want to see something look slightly different. Yeah. I think, they I think put shows every it. week. They put out shows every week, which is uh, obviously very hard to do. And like, fair play to Dana for getting it done, but uh, like they're, they're probably oversaturating the product. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely a possibility. And the cards that they're putting on aren't fantastic as well, so that definitely... Makes you less interested as a fan. Yeah. Um, Ross, I also t- think I've heard through the grapevine that Bellator Dublin isn't going to be happening, but they're going to be fighting over in Milan. Yeah, I, I have heard uh, similar eruptions as well. Um, I always thought the Milan cards were quite kickboxing heavy. Yeah. And they weren't quite a May heavy. Look, I'm happy just for Bellator to put on a show. So many of those fighters like need to get a fight under the belt. The only thing is, I feel like a lot of the Irish fighters will miss out. Some of the Irish fighters, I think, with a bigger name, will get themselves on the card as opposed to all the ones who are supposedly scheduled on the Dublin card might not get that shout that they thought they were going to get. Like yeah. the last Dublin card had what nineteen fights on it. That's a lot. Like Bellator really. One thing I will say for Bellator is they go out of their way to get everyone a fight on the card. It's giving everyone, to all these Irish people a job. Yeah, which is it's brilliant for them. It really, really is. Yeah. Um, They're meant to be doing three, three nights in Milan, so I don't know if it's going to be the same sort of cage warriors situation, mm. but we'll be obviously keeping people up to date with that because uh, we'll obviously have a few of the lads on the show and build up to that. Because I like having Stevie on. It's just, uh, you know what I mean? Oh no, absolutely! It's good. To, it's good to get let the people know what's going down. And um, but yeah. b- before we sort of wrap things up, Barry, I want to finish off this heavyweight division. Let's just say on a hypothetical UFC 260, Stipe Miocic versus Francis Ngannou, co-main event: John Jones versus Brock Lesnar. Who wins? 
each fight and who's fighting for the belt? I think Miocic will beat Ngannou. And oh, it would only be three rounds, Brock Lesnar yeah. and Jones then, wouldn't it? I'm just going to have to go with John Jones. And then who wins between Jones and Miocic? John Jones. There we go. John Jones will be the next UFC heavyweight champion after CP Miocic. Yeah. There's a few more things I just want to go over because this is going to be obviously our own show of the week. Um, this weekend, the UFC is on. Alistair Overeem is taking on Saki. And it's not Gokan Saki. It's like that uh, half Brazilian. Sakai. Yeah, Sakai. The half Brazilian, half uh, Japanese lad. Uh, so like that's such a random fight as well uh, obviously Stephen McKenna is on this Saturday that's going to be on Channel 5 he said earlier Ross, the show the card's going to be kicking off around 10 I actually can't wait to see that um, then Ireland are playing in the Nations League this Thursday and this Sunday as well so that's going to be Stephen Kenny in charge of the Irish football team so that's going to be very interesting Leinster are playing Munster on Friday in the Pro 14 semi-finals as well and then Joe Rogan's finally moved over to Spotify, Ross. Yeah. Did you watch Joe Rogan's yet? I haven't seen it yet. It's like four, it's like five hours long with Duncan Trussell. And, uh, yeah, I saw that. I was almost a bit disappointed that he didn't have like some random guests he's never had on before. Yeah. Um, I hit on Spotify. It's just the exact same as YouTube, except it's on Spotify and it actually shows videos. So I wonder if this is going to go from that. If you're on Spotify, See, all, all, not... I was actually hoping. Uh, has he moved to Texas yet? It doesn't look like it. It looks like he's still building. Yeah, that's what I mean. Though I almost wish like his first episode was in Texas, so like it was like definitely something to make sure you don't miss. That was probably the plan, but COVID's probably changed things around. Yeah. But uh, I would have really, really liked to have seen Joe Rogan sitting there with Chris D'Elia and Brian Khan. That is a show I don't want to miss out on. <laughs> did, you um, see, um, did you see like obviously Brendan Shab with the fighter and the kid? Brendan Shaw was actually previously made to come on the show before all this sort of Chris D'Elia, Brian Callan stuff came out. So that's actually disappointing. But he started a new podcast with Brian Callan again called The Fighter and the, and the Rinks. And put, yeah. on, put on Patreon. And they only did one episode and then they had to like cancel it. Then um, Brian Callan went on Louder Crowder, Stephen Crowder, talking about yeah. his, his incidents. Oh, I, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I made sure to check that out. But I found it really, really strange that his friend Joe Rogan of 25 years wouldn't have him on his show. Nor has Joe Rogan mentioned anything about Brian Callum as well in all mm. of the shows since this came out. And uh, obviously he hasn't mentioned anything about uh, Chris D'Elia as well. But it's, it's funny how you can be mates with someone for 25 years and then you can't give him your platform to uh, defend, himself. defend himself, especially if he's innocent. Yeah, it's a, it's a very strange one that Joe Rogan sort of wiped his hands of it. Because he seems like someone, if Spotify were like, you can't have them on or anything like that, Joe Rogan would be like, well, then piss off. You know what I mean? Like, that seems to, that's who I would have thought Joe Rogan was. So, I don't know. Maybe he knows stuff we don't know. Who knows what's going on in the background. But make sure to check out Beige Frequency. They've done videos on uh, Brendan Schaub, Chris D'Elia, and Brian Callan explaining all the... Uh, everything that's happened in the build-up and what's happened after and it's a, it goes into depth it's really 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 cool but uh, Ross that sort of wraps up the show like it was great to have Stevie on we've told everyone what's going on this weekend we're obviously going to be back next week because obviously the Premier League is back then like there is UFC on again the big one we're looking forward to is UFC 253 yeah Adesanya Costa will be lit 
yeah so you had everything in this make sure if you are new to the channel make sure to like share subscribe and as always roscoe stay energized stay energized